Welcome to the AgriFutures Chicken Meat Program podcast. I am with Dr. Sandra Sapritz from the Australian Centre for Disease Preparedness in Geelong, also known as ACDP. Um, I recently caught up with Sandra speaking about her IBD project, IBDV project and the monitoring and surveillance and some of the results that she's found. But I also wanted to talk to Sandra in this, um, this podcast, just particularly about um, the information that she's pulled together about the different disinfectants that are currently used in Australia and their effectiveness against um, infectious bursal disease virus. Thanks for joining us again, Sandra, and welcome. What I was wanting to ask firstly was, how did you actually conduct this review and what were some of the main things that you found from pulling together all this information about the disinfectants? Thanks, Rochelle. Um, we actually started by gathering a list of disinfectants that are commonly used by the poultry industry in Australia. We then basically used this list to scan the scientific li literature to determine the effectiveness of each against IBDV. So what we actually uncovered um, was some interesting data and it actually suggested that some of the disinfectants that were used by industry were quite effective against IBDV, while others had no impact. So in terms of the best disinfectants, um, it really appeared to be those that were based on oxidizing agents, alkalis or the aldehydes. So this included things like the chlorines, vircon, hydrogen peroxide, glutaraldehyde, formaldehyde, etc. So alkalis were also quite good, um, especially those that use sodium hydroxide. Um, and as long as they were of, above a pH of, of above 12, they were quite effective at inactivating um, IBDV. It was interesting to see that disinfectants based on either iodine or phenols produced contradictory results. So, so some studies indicated they could be effective against inactivating IBDV, while others said they had no detrimental effect on IBDV. So for these reasons, we wouldn't recommend iodine or phenols for inactivating IBDV um, at all. Lastly, there was another group of disinfectants based on quaternary ammonium, or quacks, as they're also known, or 70% ethanol. Um, both of these have no impact on IBDV, unfortunately. And this is quite significant because we know that these are quite widely used in industry. I know that they use ethanol when they're coming out of sheds to wash their hands. And it's interesting to note that ethanol has absolutely no effect on IBDV. So this is something that hopefully they can follow the alternatives down the track that could be effectively used against IBDV. It is quite difficult. Um, we traditionally use Vircon in the lab, but that's actually um, not good for on hands. It's not good for the skin, but there may be alternatives that can be used in the future that would be effective, effective against IBDV. Thanks, Sandra. There was another part of your um, report that you pulled together as well that I found quite useful, and that was you identified contact time. So um, for each of the different um, disinfectants, I was wondering why did you include that and how do you see it being used? So, yeah, I mean, hopefully the results um, can be used by industry as a guide to try to improve biosecurity measures in Australia. I think it's important to know which disinfectants are the most effective against IBDV. 
And secondly, it's really important to know how to use them correctly to ensure complete inactivation of IBDV. So I know that as part of our training here with disinfectants at ACDP, um, we are annually reminded to make sure we saturate sur surfaces thoroughly with 1% Vircon and then wait at least 10 minutes to ensure complete inactivation of different agents. I, I don't know, you know the exact procedures that industry use at the current time, but there's a possibility that that sort of um, training or procedures could be introduced to ensure that we are doing the, pro the, the whole process very thoroughly. Yeah, thanks, Sandra. It's always good as a, a reminder or a refresher to just to, to um, remind people about how effective chemicals can be and to use them properly. And this is definitely a good reminder and a good, a great document that um, I'm sure will be used by industry. So um, I guess my next question is, where will people be able to find this information? Um, they can contact the chicken meat research ma manager, Sarika Panja, at AgriFutures Australia. She can provide you with a copy directly if you email her. But um, we are looking at the possibility of putting together like a one to two page flyer, which actually, actually summarises some of the key findings. And hopefully that can be distrib distributed to industry members. So that's something that's on the cards at the moment. The, um, it just saves people having to read through uh, the report, which is quite large. So this is something we are looking at, how best to actually communicate the information to industry. No, that sounds like it'll be a great, useful resource. Thanks, Sandra. Um, that was really all that I wanted to um, talk to you about. But for anyone that, as you said, that's interested in um, actually being able to get this information, they can contact AgriFutures um, Chicken Meat Program Managers directly to request that information. But thank you again for your time. It's been lovely talking with you. And um, thanks. Thanks, Rochelle.